0: The Grand Rapidians play video games.
1: Where a few world record holders drink some beers or some other adult beverage and talk about some video games and recommend some shit. I'm Ginger.
0: My name's Willie. I'm Late you. one night, me and the crew hit the road Jesus. on our mission to sip free brew and go fucking founder fishing. Actually, actually, no, we were just going no. for the free brews. But with us today, we have two very special guests.
2: Hello go ahead I think, <laughs> I think that's us
3: john <laughs> I,
2: i'm uh yeah, john ben who are you i'm john williams i'm uh we're we're from the geek exploration podcast and uh and I'm Ben Robinson from the same podcast
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: welcome you guys
2: thank you for
0: having yeah, us I, we're stoked i love thanks for joining us. I love your show. What do you guys do there normally
3: uh, we usually pick a we pick a topic from uh the geekosphere just kind of some nerdy thing that interests us and uh we talk about it for a little while (laughs) that's about it perfect yeah anything (laughs) from
2: uh from movies to music to science fiction or tv books well uh yeah any anything that that tickles our our geek pickle we'll uh we'll do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's what he said (laughs) and she and they (laughs) just cover our bases
0: yeah Everybody enjoys vegetables soaked in vinegar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, a girl on my team at work hates pickles. I,
3: I am not a pickle fan
0: either. Oh <laughs> either <it's something laughs> just more for it.
1: those who like them.
0: So we start our show <laughs> off with beer reviews. Yeah. I have one today. I heard you guys picked up a North Coast brewing, Old Stock Ale.
3: I did, that's what I got right here.
0: I wasn't able to find the 2020 batch here in Michigan yet, but I found a 2019.
3: Oh, it's even better. This stuff gets better with age, so I've been—I'm uh, probably going to keep a couple around for a year or two.
0: The store I was at—they had a 2013. Oh shit! But that was like 23 bucks for a bottle. So I'll, I'll get the new one for that one. little
3: bottle. Holy shit!
0: That one was bigger. Oh. That was 500 milliliters versus this 12-ouncer.
1: Still, that's a little small for that price. Shit, better get me drunk.
4: Oh,
3: I like that. That's good. Oh, this old stock
0: ale will get you drunk. It's like <laughs> 10, 11%. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm, yeah.
1: I don't know if it's safe for me, so I'm passing on that.
2: All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, against against uh, my well, I don't know if it's against my better judgment, but I don't normally drink a whole lot of beer, so I'm going to I'm going to try this uh, this north North Coast old stock as well.
3: Yeah, it's a good. It's like an old English style beer. It's uh, very malty. It's not very hoppy um, in the traditional English way. It's got a little
2: bit of caramelly flavor to it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a little creamy. It definitely has uh, notes of beer. Do
4: it, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. very
0: smooth for one this strong. The nineteen that I have, yeah, it's very caramely and malty. I like it.
1: Yeah,
3: it's got a nice Is low low carbonation. Uh, I'm drinking it at room temperature here, as I do with most of my beers.
1: All right.
2: Yeah,
0: I could see. I believe this was that. aged in bourbon barrels, or was it whiskey barrels? I forget.
3: I'm trying to look on it to see what it says. It tastes whiskey-y.
1: whiskey e. Whiskey e. Great word,
0: <laughs> but very mild. It's, that's underneath the caramel and the creaminess.
3: Yeah, sure. yeah. It's not really in your in your face. It's yeah, it is uh, it's kind of a back of the tongue feeling you get out of it.
2: Yeah, I would drink one of those over a uh, over a Corona or a Coors Light. <laughs> uh, as as would I.
1: <laughs> Coors Light, I hear, is a great palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: well, it's it's like water. Yeah, <laughs> it's good for that.
1: <laughs> what do you guys rate this one to five? Oh, that's right, or zero to five?
3: Um, I'd give it a four and a half. I like it. Nice. I'm I'm a, I'm a big English beer fan. I like cask, like you know the cask style ales, the low carbonation. Yeah. You know, very malty
0: beers. I completely agree with that rating. I'm giving this a so yeah, four, four and, a and a half out of five.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Cool. I don't know how to uh, how I would rate this because my my barometer's pretty pretty far off, but I could see myself drinking one of those. So, I mean, so it's got to be high. like yeah, it's got to be a good <laughs> good solid 4.
3: Yeah, that's pretty high up on the John Beer scale. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: Nice. Uh, I I picked something up as well. Um I I wanted to I wanted to support one of our uh, local breweries here. It's from the uh the Moonraker Brewing Company. So that also has some some geek overtones to it. And uh, I picked up a uh a New England Pale Ale called Puzzle Dust. So I I am I'm kind of bummed. I didn't even think about the whole the whole aspect that that we wouldn't be able to send you one or something.
4: <laughs>
0: but uh so sorry if we're just We'll sorta... still be here if you want to send one after the show.
2: Yeah, I I definitely have two that are that are not getting drank right now.
4: <laughs>
2: that Sorry. is a lot different.
0: Yeah. So I found the puzzle dust on Untapped. And it says it's got an average of three point nine nine rating out of about fourteen hundred check ins.
3: That's that's probably not far off. It's a it's a straight pale ale. It's very um, hop forward. It's very kind of like a
2: floral. Yeah. A citrusy. Yeah, a little citrus notes. Yeah. Um, That's what caught my eye because I'm, you know, again more more of the 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 fruity kind. If I was going to drink a beer, so
3: it is it is it is close to the opposite of the other beer. Yes, <laughs> it is very different. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'd probably give it a uh, like a three point six. Nice. I'll concur. There's a lot of uh, California is just so IPA heavy, and it's oh, not yeah. an IPA; it's an, a New England pale
2: ale. But uh, when I chose this beer, they're like. You know that's a pale ale and not an IPA, right? I was like, "Oh wow. my god." <laughs> yeah.
3: Fucking snobs.
2: <laughs>
4: California. Uh,
3: yeah, this state is right. uh, it, it's got a lot of beer and a lot of microbrews and it's cool, but they they're all very IPA heavy. Like sometimes I want a good porter or a nice saison and they're kind of hard to find. The stores are just stocked with IPAs.
0: That's true here in Beer City, USA also. Every brewery seems to make multiple uh IPAs.
1: Yes, a very heavy IPA.
0: Stouts are really big around here too. Yeah, I do. I
1: yeah.
3: I, I like stouts quite a bit. Clown Shoes is one of my favorite breweries.
1: Ooh, Clown yeah, Shoes really has good. some, good some stuff.
3: R- delicious, delicious stouts.
1: So I have a cider here. It's called Thistlely Cross, and it's from Michigan. So I'm gonna try this shit out, and let Will have some too. Since you bought it for me. Get a little bit of that poor sound. I yeah, yeah, love it. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> so, this set is from Flushing, Michigan.
0: <laughs> I don't know where that is.
1: I don't either. There's two ingredients, apple juice and sulfates. That's it.
3: I think it's right next to Piss Jug, Michigan.
4: <laughs>
1: we got a Hell, Michigan. I think it's called Gay Hell, Michigan right now.
4: Oh, wow. No, oh, that YouTuber
0: what? was only mayor for like five minutes. <laughs> they, but... they, have a, they have a deal in Hell, Michigan where you can go pay some money and they will declare you mayor of hell and give you a certificate and then fire you.
1: <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs>
2: oh
0: that's great
1: yeah it was Elijah Daniels the YouTuber that has Trump sucking dick tattooed on him
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is a really good cider I'm I'm impressed it was better than I thought it was going to be a little on the sweeter side not very tart but not like, teeth-hurting sweet. It's
0: 6.2%. It tastes kind of like watered-down apple juice.
1: Pretty much. With, some, <laughs> with
0: a little bit of carbonation. Man, that Plus would be alcohol, my kind of beer. It
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a decent cider. I wish I could see how much grams of sugar are in it. Because that's the one thing I hate about ciders. They'll be really, really good, and then there's like thirty two grams of sugar <laughs> are
2: it's you are you a diabetic
1: No, but I don't wanna drink two or three of them because yeah. in the morning, I have a splitting headache
2: oh yeah, you'll get like the the sweet wine hangover hmm.
1: yeah, dude, no, yeah, I, I don't like that shit. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm not a big s- sweet in my booze kind of guy I like uh
0: like a bitter and angry. <laughs> so, I gave the Sicily Cross a four and a quarter out of five.
1: I did too. <laughs> How about that We match must be true, so this is saying something about British. I just got huh. a
0: God save God the Queen save the Queen
1: badge, Queen badge yeah. <laughs> so it must be like a English traditional cider. Oh, it's a blend of Scottish apples. Alright.
2: I wonder good. how the taste differs from American apples. <laughs> I don't know. And a and being
1: in Michigan. Like we have lots of apples here. And yeah. they're like, we're getting Scottish apples. <laughs> Fuck Michigan apples.
2: <laughs> it sounds like something uh something California would do, except they'd be a lot more pretentious about it.
1: This was grown unorganic. organic
3: yeah, they throw right. artisanal in front of it yeah. just to be pretty. Oh,
1: yes. Everything artisanal. <laughs> this is gluten free and vegan.
0: And paleo. Don't forget the paleo.
1: <laughs> right.
3: It's vegan and paleo. I'm not sure how that works. Yes. <laughs> they call that
0: pegan. Yeah. <laughs> vegan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pegan. Okay, so we'll be right back and then we'll talk about some real life XP.
3: Welcome to Geek Exploration the Podcast. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. Do you like time travel?
2: Movies? Video games? Comics? Sci fi? Cartoons? Or how about action figures? Well, so do we. Every episode, we pick a topic from the geekosphere and have a little chat about it. So if you've been waiting
3: for a groundbreaking podcast that does all of this and more, you might have what it takes to be a Geek Explorer.
2: Come join us every other Tuesday for a fresh installment of Geek Exploration the Podcast.
3: You can find us at geeksplorationpodcast.com or any reputable podcatcher. And likely a few unreputable ones.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, real life XP?
0: Yeah, now it's time for real life XP. <laughs> Trademark, copyright.
1: Okay. SOS. So, <laughs> I finally got a massage this week and it's been a few months. My rotator cuff was hurting me a lot. It was a side where I've had a broken collarbone when I was born and it's always given me issues. So it was really great to be able to relax and have someone massage my muscles. Cool. So good.
0: How much XP you get for feeling better?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say a hundred for point inflation. Okay. Sweet.
3: Yeah, that's, that seems reasonable. I haven't gotten, I haven't had a massage in so long. Uh, they're so great. Nice. My wife doesn't like them. She,
1: Some people don't like touch. It's fine.
3: Yeah, she gets weirded out by it, and uh, so she got she recently got a gift card for like for Christmas, I think, to like a spa for a free massage. And uh, I think I'm going to utilize that oh, since man. she doesn't
2: like it. Did she get two of them? Was it a couples massage? <laughs> I'll go with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've needed one so bad. You're you could so do a nice. special episode of Geek Exploration and podcast while you're getting massage together. Oh,
4: I,
3: I usually fall asleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 man, I, I think that's
2: a great idea. I'll, I'll pay for it. I'll, I'll go do that. Exploration <laughs> massage. It's, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I took massage therapy like right after high school. Um, I studied in it, so I I can see where people, you know, it's kind of an intimate thing. You want to be able to trust someone touching your body. Yeah. So I I get it.
3: I I would literally let, like, a homeless guy under a bridge give me a massage. (laughs) Dude, here's
1: this wild Irish rose. Can you rub my feet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All
4: right.
0: John or Ben, would one of you like to go with your real-life XP? Take Uh, it away, Ben.
3: So uh, today, this morning, um, like, our our previous podcasting booth set up – Basically, we were having issues early on with, um, our microphones bleeding into each other really bad. And so, uh, John at his work ended up getting some, um, old cubicles. And so a while ago, we built ourselves like two cubicle booths to podcast in and it made the sound quality much better because it's all deadened in here. But unfortunately, we weren't able to see each other at all. And, uh, <laughs> cause we had like a wall in between us. We were in like our own two little booths. So this morning, I got out my sawzall and my grinder and, uh, <laughs> cut a giant fucking hole in between our two booths so now i can see john
2: yeah it's weird
1: you guys cut a glory hole
2: <laughs> yeah
3: well i put one of those under the desk
2: <laughs> yeah that that's for if i if i drink all four beers yeah
4: <laughs> so
3: what's
1: this hole do
4: <laughs> but
3: yeah so so yeah i cut this nice hole i uh, redid the trim on the bottom and put some nice uh, quality duct tape edging on it and uh, <laughs> And it makes the place look much bigger now. It's nice.
1: Awesome.
0: Cool. How much experience points did you think you get for that?
3: I I'd go two two fifty seems like a nice number.
1: Woo. Add fifty for the glory hole.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: it's it's its own reward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Yep. Three hundred points. Um i I had some
2: trouble with this whole real life XP thing because <laughs> especially this last week I feel like. You know, work had me busy and, and watching the kid. And like, I was like, I don't know if there's anything I did that wasn't just expected of me. So I feel like an asshole if I'm like, <laughs> oh, all right, give me, give me points for this. But no, I did, uh, I did actually make some, uh, make some strides towards time management this week because, uh, Ben and I also, uh, do a comic book and, and I draw the comic book. So that takes, A significant amount of time. Uh, so
3: he does the hard part.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We write it together and, and I've been drawing it and I've, I've been lagging. I did get some work done. We can call it that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm (laughs) making, making an effort to set aside time dedicated to that. But again, it's something that I should have been doing anyway. So I'm just going to award myself, uh, uh, 75 points for that.
1: Are you sure that sounds a little low?
3: Yeah, I, don't know. I think it should be at least one hundred because uh, this yeah, is in on, my interest as like
0: well. Whose line is it anyways? Where the points don't really matter. So, you know, oh okay,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: one thousand five hundred and sixty-seven points. Now, um, hell yes. You know, I'm. I I was curious, Ginger. What do you mean uh, when you say uh, adjusted for inflation?
1: Like point inflation. We've been on this point inflation for like. Most of our podcast is Actually,
0: back when, back when I was a referee at Twin Galaxies, we were talking about how, uh, pinball machines, like old ones, you would score points by the ones, like in the forties and fifties. Oh, yeah. wow. Like the old mechanical ones, they'd have four digit scores. Then they Shit. increased it by 10 and then by a hundred and by a thousand. And so I coined the term point inflation and we use that. And I don't know if it's made it to the dictionary yet. But when video games keep pumping up the scores higher and higher, now you can go play a pinball machine and on the skill shot, you can get like 70 billion points. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah like, yeah, like, like if you don't your break, favorite.
3: If you don't break a hundred million, you, you are really crapping <laughs> it up. I'll do it.
1: Well, yeah, that's like, um, what is it? The attack on Mars. Yeah. You can get like billions of points, but the Wizard of Oz one was a low scoring one yeah. for how new it was.
0: The same thing happens in RPG games where, you know, when you beat a level one monster, you might get, like, 12 points. But later on in the game, if you beat a big boss, you might get 50,000.
3: Oh, yeah. Points.
0: yeah. Like
1: a Metal King slime <laughs> in Dragon Quest. Well,
3: and they do the you same thing with, with hit points. Like I got, uh, okay, I was playing, yeah. uh, I started playing that mobile Final Fantasy game, which was garbage. I stopped playing it.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs>
3: but uh, But it's like, everything's got, like... You know, one hundred and forty thousand hit points. You're like, this is that's just <laughs> insane. Well, so, uh, I have a quick question: What level are you guys?
0: <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, at what point question. do you level up?
3: Yeah, you've been you've been earning all this XP. I'm like, what?
0: <sighs> Someone guys needs
1: to add it for us. <laughs> we figured out
0: the first few, the first few episodes, I did. and we talked about it. In uh, some of the early episodes, where we hit level 1 at 25 points, level er, level 2, the level 3 was 75 points, level 4 was 150 yeah. points. So that kind of goes up a bell curve. We need to go through and figure out how many points we've earned all together, though. We haven't done that yet.
1: I have not.
3: You guys got to watch out. You might hit the level cap soon.
0: <laughs> there might not be a level cap. It could kind of be like this Gaia, where you can get up to... Level 9,999, at least.
1: Level 9,000, that's impossible!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, oh, and my real-life experience points. Yep. I was out of town for a couple days, and so I went to a couple different breweries while I was out of town, and I had some good food.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was at Sherwood Brewing, and I had this hamburger with grilled apples and bacon on it. That was freaking awesome. I went to with apples on it. Kuhnemann Brewing. Yep, grilled apples. Ooh, I'm intrigued.
1: It does sound good.
0: Yeah, I got it simple, so it just had uh, grilled apples, bacon, and I put a little bit of mayonnaise on it. That was it. I
3: don't think I've ever that's one thing I've never had on a burger. I've had a lot of stuff on a burger, and apples not one of them. I'm I'm gonna have to give that a shot.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. I think next time we make burgers, we're going to have to grill some apples. <laughs> Hell
2: yeah, dinner tonight, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the next night, we went to Cunahan Brewing, and I had these uh, chicken and waffle sliders. So jealous. Ooh. They had, like, honey cinnamon butter to dip them in and warm maple syrup. That was really good.
1: I was more jealous of that meal because when he, like, texted me, like, oh, I had this for dinner. I was like, I had rice.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck out of here with your chicken and waffles. <laughs> that probably isn't safe for me, and I'm pissed.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no kidding.
3: I love me some chicken and waffles. Oh.
0: Then the next day on the way home, I stopped at Parker's Hilltop Brewery, More. <laughs> and I had this, this grilled cheese sandwich with two kinds of cheese, crispy bacon, mm. and tomato slices. That was an awesome grilled cheese sandwich. Mm -hmm. Sounds much better than the
1: one that we had at the old. uh, I had at the old goat. And of course, of course, I had a flight at each
0: brewery too. But how many points? I'm going to say 175 per meal. Per meal, yeah. So altogether, what's that?
2: I mean the food with the with the flight that that, yeah, that seems to, pretty that, solid. Seems,
3: that seems pretty reasonable.
2: I would I would pay
3: hundred and seventy five points shit. to eat any of those meals.
1: <laughs> we have to give him shit at least for Simon not being here.
0: But I think that's worth like five hundred and twenty-five <laughs> points.
1: Five twenty. Five twenty
4: one? Five
3: twenty two. Five twenty five and a half.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: No decimal points, so that gets rounded up to 122. (laughs)
1: Unless it's you, then it gets rounded down. No.
3: (laughs) It's like D&D, always round up.
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh, Unless it's Willie, then we round down. (laughs) 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 So, alright, that sounds like we all had some great life experience this week.
0: And we'll be right back. Word. So John, what game you play?
2: Uh this week I I broke out a game that I uh that I bought actually to celebrate for when I finished the first issue of our comic, but I uh oh. I opened it up early cuz we we did a little mini <laughs> issue first. But um I I was playing uh, Mega Man 11 this week. Nice. For the Xbox 1. Uh yeah, it was super solid. It it is everything I hope for out of a Mega Man game. It's challenging, it's side scrolling. No, I've, I've I've had a really good time with it. it the, the the update on the graphics is uh, is great, and it still plays uh, very familiar, familiar. It's very familiar. Familiarly. <laughs> <Familiar-ly-ly-ly>. <laughs> I'm actually drinking the beer for one, so th- this, is, uh, this is wild. She's done
3: half a beer in. You can't even <laughs> enunciate anymore. <laughs>
4: uh.
0: So Mega Man 11 is one that plays like the original NES games, but it has like updated. Uh, like cartoony
2: graphics. Yeah, yeah, it's it's similar to like uh, when they did like Bionic Commando Rearmed. You know, taking an old property and updating it for the future, but it still it still feels like the original. I'm I'm enjoying nice. it a lot, and it's got uh, varying difficulty levels you can select because the nine and ten that they released for like Xbox Live or all digital, um, or maybe they released physical copies. I don't remember, but uh, digital
1: copies. The,
2: oh, <laughs> those were those were super super difficult for me those they should be mega man should be hard as fuck yeah but
1: is there like a bathroom situation in this or a piss jug
2: <laughs> a what i'm sorry
1: bathroom situation or piss oh, jug <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no 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 there, there, there's, there's 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 no mega like, you
1: can't shoot piss jugs at people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there,
3: there's no like so that would be there, there's no like a uh, toilet man Just throwing shit at people and piss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Oh well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I recommend that game for Mega Man heads. It's a good time. Or, whoa, sorry. I didn't mean to say recommend. Oh, that's
1: right. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We do that, we just don't usually rate them on a number scale.
3: I also played a video game. Um, so I, What I
1: went, game you play?
3: I went and... Uh, it's a game that had been on my radar for a while because I think it's been in development for like 10 years and it's still in alpha. And uh, it, it came, I think it came out big in like 2014. And it's been kind of on my radar to try for a while. But uh, okay. uh, I, I watched a video and it really inspired me to get into it. Uh, and that is Dwarf Fortress. And it yeah. is... Yeah, it's uh, it's like a um, two dudes have been developing it on their own for like a decade, and I'm convinced John will hate this game. He wants <laughs> he, this is a game he wants nothing to do with.
0: Yeah, I've seen it, and it looks hard to get into, but yet very intriguing at the same time. Oh,
1: it's what type of game is it?
0: Oh,
3: that's a great question. So it's essentially I got a, to ask, um, <laughs> like a fantasy dwarf fortress simulator. I'm out. Yeah, so essentially, <laughs> essentially what it does is you start the game, it has a seed, you pick like a a distance of time and it simulates what happens in the world. Like it's all the whole world is procedurally generated and then everything within it is generated and it it like generates a history for the world. So like when you first set the game up it takes like 30 minutes to build like a 250-year-old world. And it goes through and it it builds legends and heroes and all this stuff. In this giant database, essentially of what you know and you see the map like changing over time as fortresses are built like and an things old happen
1: school Sim city
3: kind of except all of the graphics, everything is keyboard based there's you can't even use a mouse in it without mods, and all of oh. the graphics are like old ASCII graphics with color and a couple little icons, so like everything's you know like you'll see like a little letter B coming across the screen, and you have to like press k and then scroll over it to see what it is and you go oh that's a badger but it's
4: whoa but
3: it is it is the most overwhelming game I've ever played and it's still super fun I absolutely love it so you go in and basically you have a, a band of dwarves and you got to build a, like a, a stronghold or a fortress for them you could say
1: all right
3: and so like you go through and you could build, you know, you could build a still and a woodcutter's shop and you can mine for gems and you could build chairs and tables and then you have to designate the room to a dining room to like you have to super manage everything. You can build traps, you can do this stuff, you can trade with, you know, elves, you get invaded by goblins.
0: It's got to build sewer systems.
3: That's the one thing it's missing. Oh. No fucking toilet. There are no, there's no bathroom. It's, it's got like a system for everything. It's down to the minutia, except for toilets. And like, so cause like, I, I
1: actually just shit. Just yeah. Around. Yeah. What about like horse
0: plops is if you, there's like a small Brown pea, does that mean there's a like Buffalo chip in the field
3: yeah. with, ev- with absolutely everything else. It would seem like it like I Googled it and I guess like the developers said toilets are the one thing we're not going to do. And I, and it didn't say why, Um, We
1: need to tweet the shit out of them to add toilets and piss jugs.
3: At least piss jugs. Well, the piss jugs would be (laughs) great because on the forums, because I looked at this specifically knowing what podcast I was coming on. Um, (laughs) And I I, I looked it up and and I guess like the the speculation or like the the fan theory on the forums is that uh, dwarves don't shit. They just turn everything into... um, they just, they just turn everything into piss and they just, they piss wherever they want and it's mostly alcohol. So it just evaporates quickly and they don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about managing it.
1: I bet it smells bad.
0: I had never heard that about dwarves.
1: I just knew dwarven women have awesome beards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the sexiest of beards,
1: <laughs>
3: but they, uh, but, but it's super fun and it's super involved. It's, it's ridiculously detailed um
1: so is this only on like pc
3: yeah it's on pc they haven't they're 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 going towards this Steam release eventually but like e-
1: okay.
3: each one of your dwarves you could go in and it's got this like page long no uh line break descriptions but like everything's in different colors <laughs> it, the interface is really hard to get into
0: they're working on a graphical cover for it, so there's graphics instead of letters. Yeah, and I, sure.
3: and I think that's what the, that, they've been working on that's for a while. But. That's what they're going to come out with when they come out on Steam, I believe. But like once after a while, you get used to it, and you start to recognize what all the symbols look like. But when you first get into it, you're like, oh god what is this i have no idea what I... it's the most overwhelming game i've ever played and and to be honest i've played it for like 20 hours now i still have no fucking idea what i'm doing but it's so fun <laughs> but like every every one of your dwarves has their own like feelings and like they'll like some of them will get go ma- get mad and they'll like betray other dwarves and they'll murder them and they'll you know decide to throw babies into
2: pits and like they'll, yeah. they'll wouldn't, just... the, wouldn't the feelings just be drunk and angry Oh, you'd think, I don't, I had one of my dwarves that
3: like on the first game I played through, I looked at her and she like four times in her description was talking about how mad she was that she didn't have a goblet and she kept having, and she was having to drink ale out of her hands. And I, and I spent the next 20 minutes trying to figure out how to make a goblet, never figured it out. <laughs> but it was so fun. I love it. I'm going to, I'm probably going to play it after we get off of this. <laughs> you were nice. you
2: were correct. That, that That is not something I would get into. <laughs>
1: No, I, I don't think I would start this game either. But it's interesting to hear about.
3: It d- it does have it. It has two other modes. It has a, a, an <clears throat> adventurer mode where you can take control of a dwarf and play it more like a traditional RPG. Haven't okay. tr- I haven't tried that yet. Um, and then it's got a legends mode, which is uh, basically it creates a wiki for you to go through the history that you created, and you just spend an hour or two going down the rabbit hole of this fake generated history and that's also fun
0: I thought about diving into this one but I haven't yet
3: it's it's unique I, I've never played a game like it before and it is uh, it's fun, I like it, I, it's definitely not for everybody it's fun, I like <laughs> it, that's my catchphrase
1: nice <laughs> so it sounds like it would be a good game for someone that really wants to put a lot of Thoughts into figuring out a very—it just sounds really weird. I'm having a hard time, I guess, picturing it. I should look it just up. Just picture on my pocket a
0: screen either. full of different letters and numbers <laughs> of all different colors. <laughs> what is around. the name called again? Dwarf Fortress. That is
3: shockingly accurate. It is. It is, and it doesn't hold your hand at all. It tells you fucking nothing. There's no tutorial. It just drops you in. And it's like, all right, figure it out. Okay. It's like, if you've been looking for a drowning simulator, it's probably the closest thing to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you're like, wait, what's going on? I have no idea.
1: It's... Okay, so, a quick little Google. Queso. Queso. Uh-huh. Dwarf Fortress is part construction and management simulation, part roguelike, slash indie video game created by Tarn and Zach Adams. That, I've never heard. Construction and management si- simulation.
3: Yeah, well yeah. it's Like it's, some city. It's like, a, Yeah, it's like a resource like management, city, yeah. you know, allocation game plus an adventure. Yeah, it is, it is definitely for a very <laughs> particular type of nerd that I happen to be.
1: I like the pictures that I'm seeing of it, of the dwarves. I don't think I could play this, but I could play something on my switch while Will plays it and look over at <laughs> watching him torturing himself. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: I'll wait till the version comes out with uh, graphics on Steam. <laughs> um,
3: on the bright side, it's free. So yep. they're not <laughs> free asking you, yeah, they're not asking you to pay for it at this point and, and they've put ten years of work into the
1: damn thing. And for what? These shitty graphics? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for
0: Ben only. <laughs> At least it's not going to hurt your eyes like you say old video games do.
1: They do.
3: Yeah, this will just hurt your brain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, cool. Dwarf Fortress. Go play it. If you're Ben. Yeah, if, if
3: anything <laughs> I said made you sound, made you think wow, that sounds great. Then you should go play
0: it. (laughs) Otherwise, you should... Probably not. (laughs) Alright. That made me want to go play it.
1: Yeah. What game I play.
0: Did you you play a game, Ginger?
1: Yeah, I did. What was it? Cat Quest 2. Super cute Cat Quest game. The second of the series. So, I've already talked about the first one. The second one is very similar, but you have... A cat and a dog as your main protagonist. So you have to you were brought back by this little kind of like a Navi um little fairy cat.
0: Oh, not the tall blue guys from <laughs> Avatar.
1: Oh my god, I hate I got it so it. much. <laughs> <laughs> No, like Navi from fucking Zelda. Hey, hey listen. listen.
3: Yeah, I I'm not sure which the one I hate more. Thing ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the cat one is so much cuter, and its name is Curry with a K instead of C.
2: Oh, that was a close like one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this little fairy brings you Lionel and Wolfen back, like from the past to the future or something to defeat back to yourself future. back to the future. To defeat yourself because yourself, the cat and the dog are fighting and they're not getting along and they're about to destroy the little wor- the world. <laughs> I'm asking, asking <laughs> you <laughs> and I played this game. <laughs> so that's the story. What kind of, what kind of game is it? What's the gameplay like? It's like an action RPG in Slight Dungeon Crawler as well.
0: Do you play
3: as the cat?
1: Yes, cat or the dog. And you can play two-player, but I haven't done that yet.
0: This sounds much more up my alley. It controls kind of like a Zelda, where you fight the enemies live-action.
1: Yes. What, are, so what isn't what, that what are the action RPG? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: The enemies are just random little skeletons or other little animals they ha- there's magic fire magic lizard magic but you have like you're two guys and you can go on little side quests um there's no litter boxes sorry
0: do you ever fight <laughs> any inanimate objects that have been magically possessed
3: Yeah, or set near the edge of a table.
1: (laughs) There are kind of slight inanimate objects that you can't really defeat, that you have to have, like, enemies that have to go over spikes. Is that what you're talking about?
0: I was just wondering if maybe there was an animated toilet that would fight the cat, or (laughs) some kind of, like, flying jug.
1: (laughs) There's flying magic, but it's not jug-shaped. Okay.
2: Now, are the are the skeletons oh, wow. actual skeletons, or are they just the letter S? <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like dog or cat skeletons.
2: All right, I'm in. Uh, you, you kids
3: and your fangled graphics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like really cutesy animated graphics, and everything kind of has a cat or a dog theme. So there's the paw town, or...
0: The catacombs.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Nice. <laughs>
1: if that wasn't
0: in there, they
3: they really missed the boat.
1: <laughs> right. There's Catulu. <laughs> uh, like a,
0: a kraken. The what cat. Kraken. Catkin.
1: Catkin or some yeah. shit like that. So you can upgrade your armor and your weapons. And your armor is Kit Kat. It's a cat who. With For money, will get your armor. So as you defeat monsters, you get experience to get levels, and you get money. And then the the dog upgrades your weapons, and it's called Hotto Doggo. And he's like, you need to upgrade your hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and in the dog area, there's, like, cactuses you have to avoid walking into, because it's called a cactus.
4: Like, like, a like, like a cat-cat-tus. cat kittus
1: <laughs> I was just like, this is so cheesy, but I love it. So,
3: yeah. so, so, it's, so a I, g- it's a game built around cat and dog puns, essentially.
1: Yes. <laughs> there was this really funny side quest where a cat and a dog were fighting, and they were going back and forth, and the dog's like, at least I'm not afraid of cucumbers! And the cat's like, I'm... I'm not afraid of cucumbers.
2: <laughs> those videos are wild. I just I just discovered they those are. recently. That is fantastic.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> fantastic, but I will not do it to my cats.
2: I tried it with it's my mean. cat, it didn't work.
1: <laughs>
0: you got to sneak up on him with it.
2: Yeah. He's super old and
1: yeah, He's like I don't have time for your shit.
2: Yeah, he's like please put me out of my misery. <laughs>
1: Oh, kidding. Yes.
2: <laughs>
3: it's, it's, it's like oh, finally, the sweet release of death is here.
1: <laughs> I've
0: been waiting for you.
1: <laughs> so, I beat it actually this morning finally
0: <laughs> just in time.
1: And it's honestly it's it's short like the first one, which is pretty nice. You obviously have to get your levels because as you go on the game with the storyline, you can easily die. But the nice thing about this one compared to the first one is you have the two characters. So if you're playing one player, the other character doesn't get hit. So if you die, you go to the other character instead of just dying. And you have magic you can heal and like other magic that you can attack enemies with. The c- and... the cat
3: has nine lives, right?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and the cat and the dog can, unless you Die with both of them.
3: Oh, it's it's kind of like a uh, life counter. It's kind of like Bloodstained no. Curse of the Moon, where yeah, you have the three characters and one dies and the other ones can take over.
1: Yeah, and you can stand in like a little magic circle around them and bring them back to life, which is nice. There's boss fights, bigger enemies, smaller enemies. There cool. was a cat dog mix, like half and half. Not like Cat-Dog the Cartoon. Yeah. Where <laughs> it has no butthole. <laughs> Just two heads. Yeah, that's an interesting toilet it was, situation. It was like, the left side was a cat, the right side was a dog. So, yeah, it's full of cat and dog puns. It's super cartoony. Any age can play it. It's pretty relatively easy.
0: What did you play it on?
1: I played it on the Switch. I don't know if it's on anything else.
0: I know the first one's on mobile second one might be
1: mobile also but. maybe and when I beat it there's gonna be a third one <laughs> so maybe they'll introduce like birds I don't know that'd be sweet or dr- dragons
2: uh, yeah cats elephants. dogs and dragons
1: right <laughs>
3: <laughs> dragon puns are hard
1: though bird puns would probably be easier or fish Mice. Yeah. mice
2: oh yeah continue the chain yeah. Oh, I guess birds and fish would also do. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to keep up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Cat Quest 2. It was a nice uh, second game to the first one, and I look forward to trying the third one whenever that comes out. Spoilers. Wah, wah, wah.
0: <laughs>
1: Will, what game you play?
0: I'm going to go back to a classic arcade machine. Oh. I played q
4: yeah. Oh,
1: shit. That's pretty good. Your so, yeah. only tattoo.
0: <laughs> yep, I have a tattoo of Qbert on my shoulder.
3: First arcade character to openly curse.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And that's what you have under him or over him. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> it's winter. We're all in long sleeves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Qbert is an arcade game where you're a noser, he's called. He's basically just a ball. With two feet and a giant tube nose. He hops around on a bunch of cubes. And he has to make them all a certain color. There's enemies jumping around on the cubes. Balls that fall from the sky. Guys in weird dimensions that jump on the sides coming at you. But your goal is just to earn a high score and make it through as many levels as you can. By turning all of the cubes from one color to another color.
1: Um... Is there any toilet situation? I I can't even, like, ease that in. (laughs) Where's the poop? (laughs) It looks like Qbert's face will take a big old dump something nasty.
0: The the snake is named Coily, which, if you take a big long dump, you can also call it Coily.
4: Is it a
3: snake? The graphics aren't that good.
4: (laughs) Ew.
0: So yes, it starts out simple. You jump on each cube once to change it to the color you need, and then you got to jump on them each twice. After a few stages, it starts getting tricky, where you jump on it once to change it, say, from blue to red, and you need them all red. But then, if you jump it on it on it again, it changes from red back to blue. So then it adds some more puzzle solving in there. You got to make the whole stage of one color.
1: Yep.
2: That that just that's reminded classic. me like like when you first said Cubert, I was like, Oh wow, I haven't played that in forever. And then when you started talking about how it changes it back and it adds the strat I was like, Oh, that's right, that's
0: why I haven't.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Critical thinking,
0: no. So yeah, the arcade version is the game I'm talking about. There have been many sequels and remakes since then, but the original one had pretty simple graphics. The purple ball would bounce down to the bottom and then it would turn into the snake coily. Which would chase you around unless you jumped on a disc on the side. Yeah. If you jumped on the disc, the snake would follow and jump off the side after you, while the disc carried you up to the top of the pyramid.
1: Does he jump one square or two squares? One square. Okay. I was thinking about that other jumping square game.
0: Yeah. And Kubert, there's nothing that jumps two squares. You're thinking of Totes the Goat. Yes. <laughs> Which I'll cover another episode.
4: <laughs>
3: Did you play this on the actual arcade cabinet or an, like an emulated version?
0: I played the uh, original arcade cabinet. Nice. Um, there's one bar here in Grand Rapids, Stella's, and they have the original arcade cabinet nice. still up and running.
3: Know, there's nothing like arcade controls. Yes. You know, but,
0: uh, this game is just a joystick. Yep. Yeah, I'll No t- buttons to press.
3: Just feels right, though, as opposed to trying to do it with, like a D-pad or an analog stick on a controller.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, There is one feature that the arcade machine has that I haven't seen in any other arcade machines. That's really cool. Um, if he gets hit by an enemy, he just, just swears a minute and then restarts there. <laughs> but if you accidentally jump off the edge, Hubert falls down off the screen, you lose a life, and he kind of scream <laughs> as he's fallen. And then ab- like a second after he falls off the screen, there's a thumper inside the arcade machine and it hits it and goes and so you kind of feel Hubert falling off the screen. You you
3: feel his horrible death. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: awesome.
0: That was a cool feature in the arcade that it's not something you often see. Even today, you know, with haptic feedback and controllers, they could do stuff like that nowadays, but...
2: Yeah, it's a shame that, that... It it doesn't seem like like the people making arcade machines are putting that much uh thought and effort into into enhancing the experience. They're they're more just gonna put colors and flashing lights in on games.
3: Or have you sit on some giant dumb peripheral.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was this zombie shooting game arcade that I played at Dave and Busters with like four D sound. It had like Air Blasters, the oh. sound was turned up so loud.
2: Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Do you remember what it was called? Like, Captain EO?
0: Oh, what was it? House of the Dead 4D. I think it might have been the new House of the Dead game. Oh, oh shit, well, that's
2: recognizable. Yeah, I haven't seen a House, sure. house of the gonna Dead we're
1: going to have years. to go and play that. I'm going to have to get some earplugs, though. <laughs>
0: You could. There's a button to turn it off if it's too much.
3: Yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to shoot zombie viscera at me as I kill them.
1: <laughs> Until you get it in like your nose. And- yeah.
3: <laughs> Would well, make it harder. You get some zombie guts in your eyes, and you gotta keep shooting.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. So you can just take host. like
0: leftover food from the kitchen and feed that into the machine yeah. and kind of replicate zombie guts. Ew! <laughs>
1: and then you would get like some fucked up people putting fucked up shit in there, and then next thing you got a razor blade in your forehead. It, w- yeah. it would
3: only make the experience more realistic. Yeah, the stuff coming yeah. out of zombies is not going to be pleasant.
1: Oh no, it's not.
3: <laughs> and you could totally tell, like you'd see some guy walking through with like shit hanging off his ear and covered in blood. <laughs> like ah, oh, he played yeah. the New House of the Dead game.
1: <laughs> It'd give you a new reason to
2: ask about the toilet situation with that game.
1: You'd shit yourself once you get like a face full of that zombie shit. It
3: has, like a little vomit bucket hanging next to the uh, oh, machine.
1: Yes, so I play it. So Cubert,
0: <laughs> yeah, Cubert, <laughs> it's very good.
2: Now when you when you're jumping yeah. up, upwards in Cubert, do you you do see the back of him? Don't you? Yeah. Does he uh, have a okay. butt crack? That, well that's what I was wondering. Does he have like like one of those horns on his butt too?
1: <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> he
0: does not. Oh.
1: Like cone heads.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? heads? you don't remember? They didn't have a butt crack. They had just like two weird things like above where their butt would go.
0: No, I didn't like, remember Like scarred
1: <laughs> into my mind. <laughs> have watched that movie like maybe twice
3: it's a good movie it's probably been
2: a couple decades since <laughs> i've seen that one
1: yeah like same and i still remember that they didn't have a butt crack
2: <laughs> yeah i do remember the the lack of butt crack and that the, like that visual being weird <laughs> but.
1: see it's a whole thing you guys are lucky you have penises Oh, that's the truth. Piss and a drug.
0: I went to uh Tell that to my zipper. Ugh. Hey, we went to we went to Europe, <laughs> and now it's time for
1: recommendations. recommendations. Doot doot doo doot Will, what do you recommend?
0: I'm going to recommend a big mainstream NPR podcast called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me.
4: Yeah, All right. and,
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's the news quiz with Peter Sagal, and it's funny as hell. They have Paula Poundstone on there all the time. Tom Bodette, Helen. She Han.
1: follows me on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Paula Poundstone follows you on Twitter.
1: Yes, man,
3: you've made it. <laughs>
1: yep. I was just like, oh, wait, what?
3: If, if in her next bit, she's got a bit about piss jugs, it uh, might be an issue. Yep.
0: That
1: would be great. She doesn't
3: seem like the piss jug type,
1: though. No,
0: no, she is. Have you ever listened to her podcast? Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone? I have they not. They hype it
3: all the time on Wait, Wait. I have not listened to it.
1: It's pretty funny. <laughs> she she swears a lot. She has ongoing jokes that really? i,
3: I, I yeah. Every time I picture her, it's still the 1990s Comedy Central version of her with the giant shoulder pads. Right. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> she still
0: dresses like that.
3: Does she really? Yep. That makes me happy. <laughs>
0: but, wait, wait, don't tell me. We were talking about that. I recommend it. It's funny. They cover the week's current events, the hot topics in the news, and they make fun of everybody.
2: I will second that yeah. recommendation yeah i I can't remember it was either you Ben, or uh or Angelina who recommended that to me like that that sounds familiar. I listen to it every week. I love that show all right now you said uh you said tom tom Bodat is is that the guy from like the motel Six yeah. commercial
0: evil the, the the on guy? yeah, that is absolutely yeah. <laughs> We'll leave the light on for you. That's him. Yeah, he's also a comedian and an author. I had no idea.
3: Yeah, yeah, he actually was a recognizable person to some degree before they hired him. (laughs) And it's got uh, one of the dudes uh, from—I can't remember his name—from the Sonic commercials. Hmm. You know, where it's got the two dudes in the car. Yeah, one of those guys is on the show.
2: I would never know. Can't remember his name, and I don't
3: know which one it is. (laughs) (laughs) They've just mentioned that he's one of those two guys. (laughs)
0: they swap out guests they have three different people on every week Yeah, and they swap out based on where they're recording and who's available
2: well the recommendation
0: uh, worked I'm going to check it out do you have a recommendation for us?
3: Uh, I do, I'm going to plug my buddy's podcast because it's also one of my favorite podcasts is uh, Authors and Dragons Um, they uh, they are six uh, fantasy uh, comedy authors that, uh, do an actual play five E D and D podcast. Um, and I'm good buds with the, uh, the game master drew Hayes. Uh, and it is definitely not nice. safe for work. It's a total shit show. And, uh, but it is, uh, if you like off color humor and if you're, if you're listening to this and, and, or our podcast, you probably do. These guys are, uh. A lot of fun. If you want to hear people incompetently bumble through adventures, they're your guys.
2: Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, just to stay on brand, I guess, since uh, since I was drinking this Moonraker Brewing Company uh, beer today, I'd like to recommend the uh, the podcast James Bonding. I it's uh, I think it's on the on the Earwolf network, so I'm I'm sure it's not super short on listeners but it it was one of the podcasts that got me into podcasting because it's a it's a couple of dudes that are they 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 have a catchphrase they're lovers not experts and uh every ep- episode they they pick a james bond movie they usually have guests on they just talk about it they go through it they they uh they postulate about uh all the james bond isms and uh it's a super entertaining podcast i i I really enjoy it. It's been on a little bit of a hiatus, but with a new James Bond movie coming out soon, um, they just released a, a live episode from Sketchfest, and it sort of brought everything everything back up to the surface. I'm really excited for uh, for their podcast to come back. But it's uh, it's an entertaining listen. It's got a couple seasons, so you can go listen to the old episodes before the new ones come out. Nice. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm a big James Bond fan, so definitely mm-hmm. caters yeah, to me. Too. me
1: i just watched a couple people play 007 last
0: night oh yep, man i did that i love Cold the books in the movies
2: you know i i li- i listened to uh to the episode you guys did with uh with bill on 007 just a couple days ago <laughs> oh, and, and and like i i i want to I, I need to go get a Nintendo uh nintendo 64 to hook up in the in the garage here so we can we can go jam on that some more oh
3: man yeah play some slappers only uh-huh
2: license to kill slappers
3: only <laughs> oh,
2: jesus <laughs> Civilian number we two. Yeah, when works, we were uh... playing
0: last night, Ginger was begging us to stop because she hated watching us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I respect what the game brought, but I am not a first-person shooter person. I just, I can't. Even newer ones, like, I don't like watching <laughs> them.
2: Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not good at them. Good. I'm not good at first person shooters, but there was something about, about Goldeneye with, with uh you know, before having like the, the dual analog, yeah, you know, where, where it makes more sense to me because it's simple and yeah, pure. Exactly. It just sort of auto aims and I and I like that. Until everyone's in DK mode and running around with giant heads
3: <laughs> shooting golden gun and shit.
1: Okay. I have a recommendation and it's an actual podcast. It's kind of a bigger one, yes, but it's sci-fry science friday for npr oh yeah it teaches you a lot about sciency stuff
0: another big npr podcast we're busting out the big guns today
1: yeah so i love science and it's just really cool to hear a lot about certain science facts and it's a weekly podcast and if you like science and learn with your brain and shit like that (laughs) listen to (laughs) sci-fi
3: with Ira Flato. So, Isn't it Plato?
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Flato,
3: F L A T O. I don't They can't, can't hear it? you. <laughs> I think Willie can hear. Yeah, this. I don't know yeah,
0: how, I it. how it's spelled. No. I always think of like the modeling clay. Oh, I know it, that's is not Plato. How his name I thought is spelled, it was a, yeah, but... <laughs> I thought it was an F. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I thought it was with a P. Oh, I don't it's Ira anyways. <laughs> his, his name's
3: definitely Ira.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah, Ira Glass? No, different NPR show.
3: Though that show is
0: also great.
1: Yeah, I really like Science Friday. It's Mm -hmm. just Science Friday and NYC Studios.
0: Whatever's new in the world of science.
1: Ira Flato. I was wrong. F-L-A-T-O-W.
0: Oh, there's a W.
1: I didn't know that until I looked at the show notes. (laughs) So, yeah.
2: All right. Yeah, I'll definitely check out both of those podcasts. Yeah, I
3: think I think I agree with everybody's recommendations <laughs> this week, so uh, good job, everyone. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm going to have to mm. check out the two that you guys recommend. Recommendation definitely.
3: did. <laughs> Recommendized, I believe is the yep. word.
0: Recommendized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're about ready to wrap up. John and Ben, do you want to plug your pluggables and social media?
2: Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, we are Geek Exploration: colon, the podcast. Uh, you can find us on um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever that is. Um, any reputable podcatcher. <laughs> um, you can find us on uh, Facebook at the Geek Exploration the Podcast page, Instagram at Geek Exploration Podcast, and Twitter at Geek Explore Pod.
3: I agree with John.
2: <laughs> yeah all of the
3: things he said were correct
2: yeah that's usually the cap to our show and then ben follows up with it with a with a bunch of other jargon that doesn't matter right now so yeah yeah check us out we
0: have fun
3: i I figured it would be uncouth to recommend our own podcast yeah
0: (laughs) yeah but thank you thank you very much for having us. there's no real rules here (laughs) i'll play your i'll play your promo in this episode
2: oh there we go perfect yeah yeah, no we had a we had a we really had... good time today this is uh this was fun thanks yeah, for having yeah, us thanks
3: for inviting us on guys this was uh a blast
4: yeah yeah, yeah thanks for so joining us fun.
2: i mean even yeah, even not not as a beer drinker i'm about one and a half deep on this moonraker uh, uh puzzle dust it, it it's pretty good
3: oh you guys might have ruined it john opened a second beer i was planning on drinking
4: that Oh shit!
0: <laughs> oh heck yeah <laughs> i added it to my wish list on untapped so i'm gonna get a notification nah, if they we, ever we, ship that moonraker to michigan
2: hook us up with your address we'll send we'll send some out to you
0: thanks for checking out grand rapidians play video games shoot us an email at grand rapidians play video games at gmail.com find us on twitter at grand underscore video instagram ginger we got one of those right
1: yeah Grand rapidians uh play video games <laughs> Just post about well, since I run it, I post a a picture of the video game I talk about, and it, I think we had our first heckler a few weeks ago, and it was fucking awesome. Oh,
3: I mean, <laughs> we haven't had any hecklers about
1: yet. The hashtags not matching the picture. It's yeah. Like, just go listen to the episode. <laughs> Anyways,
2: yeah. How do you get a yeah, heckler?
1: And Patreon, if you want to give us your money, we will put it to good use, and you'll get some cool shit in return.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, like, have lights on and stuff. Oh my god, don't say that, that's <laughs> stupid <laughs> Oh man, thanks for Posting by Anchor And music by inadequizy Yeah
4: oh.
1: And thanks again, John and Ben, for joining us
0: Yeah, our pleasure, our pleasure. Thank Thank you.
3: You. On that note, I, I absolutely love you guys' Outro music Oh yeah <laughs> It's cool. fucking solid
1: Yeah, Inadequizzy is dope Uh, we do still have, you know, on our Patreon, Lance twerking. We have brought that up in a while. <laughs> <Do we laughs> <own this?
0: laughs> you liked our music so much that, that send me a video of me twerking
1: because <laughs> we heckled the shit out of them for like I don't know like five episodes in a row
0: <laughs> so yeah it's been a while Lance Eustache thanks
1: yeah thanks man you rack alright uh,
0: yep. yeah. That's, yeah, that, that's a wrap cool da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut
1: stop that shit